better than ever. <laughs> it is your favorite duo reporting back after a long hiatus. Girl, we've been gone for a little bit. We've, we've been, been gone for gone, a little bit. I don't even know. I don't even know. Since when? Like October of last year, maybe? Was it? I think it was a long time ago. Have, it was a long time ago, y'all. But we there's a lot of life updates. And there are a lot. Oh, we, my you know, gosh. There's so much to share with you there all today. There's so much from amazing things to maybe some not so great things, but that's life. Life you know? is, yeah, that life hands you lemons and um, you <laughs> make And then lemons. what do you make? I don't know. I, I make lemonade. Margaritas? Margaritas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Something with alcohol. <laughs> Something with limoncello? I don't know. <laughs> Um, no, but we are so happy to be back. I'm so happy to see you. I oh my feel God, like girl. since your wedding, we haven't really had time to like chat, no. you know, or like connect like this. I know. Um, it's been great. Yeah. It's been a long time. And so and let's us, dive yeah, in. Let's give the update. Let's, let's, let's give the people what they want. In. Okay. I love that. Let's do it. Let's do it. You want to get started? Should I'll I get start? started? Okay. Okay. Hold okay. up. Okay. So First, what's, what's been going on? What's been going on in your life? Let's see. So. First things first, we got married. Or not you and I got yes. married, but I know <laughs> I got married. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that, honestly, that was probably I've been to a few weddings in my life, and that was the most fun wedding I've ever been to. Oh it was God. just perfect. Like it the was... whole day felt just like a breeze. It was just so much fun. It was fun. It was a blast. And I think to myself, because our goal was to have a like queer gay mm. fun wedding and i think it accomplished that it was like i don't know Absolutely. i thought there was so much love in that room so much love with everyone it just i think and then for us the post party the post wedding was oh my so gosh ridiculously fun too that was and the fact that it was like right downstairs and it was like so such a cool place where like everybody felt super welcomed. And yeah. I I how was it having like people from all different parts of life kind of come together? I think um, in that that's way. always the interesting part. Like leading up to the mm-hmm. wedding, people always were, were saying to me like that's going to be the most interesting part is like when you have your family, friends, people from college, people from your work, people from all of these people coming together. Um, mm-hmm. And that was interesting, to say the least, for sure. But I also <laughs> think it's – I love it. I mean, I think I had – you know, I've always had, like, birthday parties, and then I invite everyone who's there, and then they've mm-hmm. all kind of mm-hmm. co- commingled. And, yeah. Um, so it wasn't new for me, but it also felt – I don't know when you're I also hate the attention a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think we also were focused on, like, are people feeling well? Do they enjoy? Are they having fun? And that was really our, yeah. our main point was to make sure people were having a good time. And I think they did. I, I had an amazing time from like from, I think from the moment we got to Austin and like the night before we went to that bar where they're playing Selena. Oh my god. Like we what to, are the chances? So just so everyone <laughs> we went to Oil Can Harry's, which is on Fourth Street in Austin. And that was where we ended up kinda of we we ended up there and it was a Selena drag show that night. And it was just like, what are the chances that we all decided to come into this you know, to oil cans and this is what was performing so that was fun that was a blast and that was the was that the night that was the night before 
Yeah, that was, the, that was the Wednesday, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the next day, Thursday, was the wedding, and it was just go, go, go. It was nonstop. I don't think Ale and I had ever drank so much <laughs> <laughs> since college. Like, we just, every day, as soon as we woke up, it was just, like, part, like, Bad Bunny song, you know, party, 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 party. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt. But then it was, I felt like I was looking forward to that wedding so much. And then it happened. And then it was just like, I didn't want it to end. I know. I know. Tell me about it. Because I think that was my favorite part was just the, yeah, Christopher and I got married. And it was nice. And that was you know, cool, whatever. whatever. <laughs> but it was the camaraderie of everyone. That weekend yeah. of just like joy and fun and just yeah. you know that was what i was like oh god i miss that you know yeah that whole yeah. like and like year. having so many people that you love and care about and like being in one place especially since we're all kind of spread out yeah. throughout the u.s and the world really so yeah. it was nice to have everybody in one space yeah absolutely um, drag dra- oh and so one friend i had asked recently i was like so our goal was to make it the gayest wedding what did you think? And they were, and they're like a drag queen and whatnot. And they were like, I've been to a lot of gay weddings. That was the gayest wedding I've ever been to. <laughs> I was like, yes! Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Drag queens, musicals, which Broadway which, performance. I was going to say, I think, I didn't expect people to, I thought people were going to be rolling their eyes of like, oh, it's Christopher and Alejandro. They're, of course, they're going to do musicals. Bitch, people were like, I love People were like, Did you hear me sing Gravity? Girl. Was it Gravity? Defying Gravity. People applauded to the video. Just so everyone knows, what we did for dinner was we made it into like a musical Monday. So we had dinner served, and then we had musicals, a playlist that we had developed playing in the background so people were able to while they were eating watch some of our favorite clips of tony performances of different performances and people were engaged like after one like i think it was after defying gravity's the tony performance people just started clapping as if like Idina menzel was performing and i was Was actually there god (laughs) yeah <laughs> and that was such a good idea, you know, because you can have like a conversation with folks at your table, but also like be entertained at the same mm-hmm. time. And even I feel like with somebody who like doesn't like musicals, it was still really entertaining. Or like somebody who doesn't know the musicals yeah. or anything like that. I feel like it was it's good for everybody who was there. So, yeah, absolutely. I, and the food, the food <sighs> was so freaking good. Barbecue, y'all. The we had barbecue, barbecue. The mac and cheese. Oh my! The brisket was amazing. Uh. We did oh, a Texas so good. style. It was it was so a gay good. Texas Latino wedding. Like that's how I, love I would it. describe it. But yeah, all in all, oh, and then the it. the oh, okay. There is one picture of you. I haven't shown it to you yet. Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> there god! There is one picture. I'll send it to you, where you are, like, so happy, and it's so <laughs> fun. It's like during the dancing part. I think oh it's my literally. God. Of the 750 pictures we have, that one might Stop. be one of my favorites. <laughs> you have to send it to me. Oh, my gosh. I can only imagine what it looked like. So one great. thing, one tip I can give anyone. If you are going to wear heels to any event, <laughs> I made this mistake. Please take some shoes to change it to because my heels were killing me by the end of the night. But maybe that's a good sign, you know, because people were dancing. and People were. You, you remember, know? there are some 
Osmar dance. There was some dancing that I was just wow. I, was I know it was impressive. I know impressive. And then we got crunk at the club. Oh, and then okay, so then y'all. So what our <laughs> wedding was? We were on the Fort Fort Street in Austin is the Gay Street, and our wedding was on that street on this like rooftop. And right below, it was right next to Rain, which is at a gay bar on that street. So right after the wedding, around 10 p.m., 10.30, we went straight into Rain and just took shots and drinks and danced the night away until they closed around 2.30 or 3. And that was um, wild. I have to say wild. There's There's no other words. There's no other word to describe that except for wild. Um, I got I got kind I got kind of wild. Huh? I got kind of wild. A good kind of wild. wild. Yeah, it was it was a fun wild. Like at the end of the night, mm-hmm. I was walking with like half my shirt on with like a cupcake, <laughs> a lot, you know. So that's a success in my book. That is a success in anyone's, <laughs> anyone's book. book. I think so. <laughs> so how would you say your life with Christopher has changed now that you're officially married? Has anything changed? How has married life been for you guys? Married life is the same as before. I will say it feels the one thing is like, oh, wow, we're married. Like there's no backing mm-hmm. out. There's no nothing, right? right? Like now. Now you got to get a divorce. Now you got to do all that you paperwork. Know? And that ain't worth it. <laughs> You know, now it's harder to just say bye. Um, and so the other thing, I, I think I forget to wear a ring. Like right now, I don't even have a ring on, right? Because I just like forget to put it on because I can't sleep with it. Yeah. So I have to take it off. And and so that's the only really thing that I think. But it's nice. I mean, yeah. now, you know, everything. I don't know. We just it's the same a little bit and then different in other ways, you know? Yeah. I get you. Like, how do you feel like when you and I like, got engaged? Yeah, because since we were already living together, I feel like right. it was pretty much the same, right? I mean, now we're obviously like looking forward to our wedding, but is yeah, we don't even know when we're gonna get married yet, so right. we just have to kind of plan it. We have some plans of possibly doing like a, a wedding in Belize or maybe somewhere on a beach. Uh, we really want to get married on the beach. Yeah, because like, um, it's just like what we both really enjoy. And yeah, absolutely. Has, you know, has a special place in our relationship, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe next year. In this economy, year. though, too. In this economy, girl, with the inflation, <laughs> bitch. Go to Belize, girl. Go to Belize. I might be engaged for a long time. <laughs> Although those taxes get, you know. Wait, what do you mean those taxes? Because you file like when once you're like married, you file jointly, and then that can help lower the tax rate that you have to file. So it's like one of those catch twenty twos sometimes. Like. Mm. But it probably just helped Ale because he earns more than I do. Maybe it wouldn't. It wouldn't do shit to me. But, <laughs> but aren't you how one? Aren't that? you one? That's the whole no. point. <laughs> I like how you were like, uh, "That's him, not me." <laughs> Maria, we're to, it's one <laughs> unit now. What's his? Maybe you're kidding me after. Uh, but his is mine. There we go. There. And what mine is mine. <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> so oh, that, my so gosh. So that was one update, which was um, yeah. the wedding, which was blast, which it's was fun time. It's an amazing times. time. Good times. It's an amazing. I wish we could go back in time sometimes. Oh, you know what? What's exciting, though, is it, ours was like one of my friends' firsts wedding like it was mm-hmm. all of us kind of like the first wedding and so now yeah. i'm excited to just be able to go to weddings um, yeah 
I don't have mm-hmm. to plan mine. So I'll go to yours. I'll go to everyone else's. <laughs> and then that's, it's going to feel different and be excited. Yeah. Fun. So. Yeah. I think so too. I think so no. too. What about you? What, so, what life update do you have? So, uh, well, we, I guess maybe I hadn't talked. I started a new job in November of last year. So I work uh, at another school um, and I work with students with community service and helping students connect with our community partners and be involved in volunteerism and service overall. But then we also help students with voter engagement. So as you know, the midterm elections are happening in the fall. So we're trying to get students to register to vote, to learn what's going to be in the ballot. We're doing a really cool um, workshop of decoding the ballot so that people know, especially young people, know what's going to be on the ballot so they feel confident that they're voting for the right candidate and that they're voting for somebody who shares their same values, which I think as a voter in general, sometimes you can feel scared not scared but like like intimidated. like you don't have enough information yeah intimidated mm-hmm. that you're not going to make the right choice um so i'm really excited to be doing this work honestly it's been it's been really great to be in this role currently because i feel like i'm doing something that i'm really passionate about i'm helping students be involved i, I can see their growth um you know throughout the semester and see them kind of be really engaged especially after the pandemic and how i've seen a lot of students really struggle with mental health and not feeling like they're finding a community mm. um in in the in that academic space like feeling yeah. very detached from people <clears throat> so it's nice to be in a position where you kind of like get to bring that back and and see students excited to learn again or to just get out there um yeah. which is awesome That's yeah awesome. and i know That's how awesome. i know how big of a of an impact that had in our college careers, right? right. Like being involved in other things. Um, so I, I want to bring that to students again. And having those adults that like Heather at least seemed like they had their shit together and like inspired you and you're like, oh my God. So many so, students yeah. are like, Miss Maria, like I, I want to be like you and I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> like, but that's, don't that, follow that's the, the that, That's life, right? Like people are like, I want to be like you. You have your shit together. And you're like, yeah. Girl. But sometimes it's good to hear that new. though. Because I think yeah, it's, that's you true. know, you don't know the impact you make on people's lives until someone tells you or until, you know, yeah. and that's, that's a gift, you know? Yeah, I think so too. But also in this past like years of like being in a career in general, what I've realized is that nobody really knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like from, from lawyers to doctors, to people in higher education, to anybody, right? Like, I feel like everybody's really just trying to figure it out. And that's okay. And that's okay to figure things out as you go. It is. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think we live in this world where we try to put on this social media. Everything is just like, oh, I have my shit together. But really, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? Right. Like, and it's this fabricated, fabricated idea where really we're just trying to get through. We're learning. We're watching YouTube videos on how to do this and that. And, you know, just Mm -hmm. living life living life and you will be so surprised to see like people in positions of power who you you see them as like this like you hold people on a pedestal but then when you actually have a conversation with them like how did you actually get here <laughs> you Girl, know like that was my experience. there's so many of those that was my experience in politics right like where mm-hmm. you literally i remember being in college as a freshman and going Oh my God, I'm going to go to this like convention. I'm going to meet people who are like excited to talk about policy. And then you meet them and you're like, Oh, you're an elected official. You're the mayor. 
You're the, and you're just like, oh my gosh. Okay, well, Mm -hmm. I can just put a little hard work in there and I can, you know, do this. And then it was like, oh, everything makes sense now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, now I understand <laughs> what we're in this situation. <laughs> but yeah, so if you ever feel like you're not doing enough or like you're lost in your career or in life in general, trust me, everyone's in the same boat. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. Join and the club. Join the club. But that's life. You know, you have highs, you have lows, you have everything in between, and everything passes. Man, life in general. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, and then we're moving because if any of you live in South Florida, you know that the rent prices, we are currently going, I would, I'm pretty confident to say we're experiencing a housing crisis. Oh, absolutely. Because every person that I talked to, that I've talked to since the beginning of the year, They've been displaced from their apartments or housing. Houses here, especially Miami, are so overpriced for uh-huh. what you get. Like apartments are ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculously overpriced. And my folks from New York and California who are moving here to South Florida, it's that's like one one of the major issues that is happening is that people moving from other states who their salaries are so much higher than the salaries here in florida they're able to afford those houses and buy them in cash so then people who are locals here they have no chance of purchasing a house or being able to afford a rent in any of those apartment buildings you know no i know here in austin the same thing from for, for california people are moving here and then we're like oh god yeah it's wild it's wild. Yeah. So we'll see. We So now we're living at our in-laws, uh, my boyfriend's, my fiance's um, parents' house for a little nice. bit to save some money. And hopefully we'll move to our new apartment in August. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting to say the least. Well, we're gonna, we, you know, I was just thinking, like, we're maybe moving into the place where maybe we just, you know, move in with each other you know two couples in yeah. a house it's just too expensive a compound it's, is, a is compa- that what it's called <laughs> <laughs> a few of us wait is that the house? definition of a compound actually or what is it what's a compound i, I mean i think compound is Maybe. more like big bigger than you know I oh think yeah a house like a farm type yeah of thing. like a house is a house i meant like true, i didn't mean true. a compound i meant more of a, <laughs> a four bedroom <laughs> And then we have, you know, two families living. But you said you said you wanted to create that sex room, so that's oh my already God. one bedroom is out. Let me just give context here for everyone who's listening, okay? We were talking about the new Netflix show, How to Build a Sex Room. And okay. if you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. But that's why we were yep. talking about sex rooms. Yep. <laughs> I no judgment. No judgment. No judgment. I, absolutely. Cool. Would we would we both be able to use it, or is it like a, just a? You have to put a sock at the doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, just like the college you days. Just, you know, just like the if college we ever days. live it, if we ever live together again, you just can't have anyone use my underwear. I, I know we we have we've gone through this story. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> No, but seriously. So hopefully, hopefully we will find an apartment soon, and and you're moving too soon, right? We are. We're moving. We're like in North Austin, and we're now moving to the south side of Austin, which and then closer to the action, closer to downtown. So we're. It's gonna. It'll be fun. It'll be a new little chapter in our little yeah. lives, you know. 
yeah that's always really exciting i feel like you yeah, know to it's... to find a new space make it homey i know yeah we're we're gonna elevate our game like we've getting some new couches we're going from a queen to a king bed you know things like that we're works i'm excited i'm excited we have an island yeah like oh, dreams that's my dream I'm... and now you have your air fryer i have an air fryer we have <laughs> like oh my god and y'all people have told me about air fryer and we got it for a wedding gift and let me just say life-changing 10 life out of changing. 10 yeah i have a friend yeah. who was like oh i'm thinking of getting a second air fryer and i was like oh yeah that's exagerado but now yeah, i don't think you need a second one but here's the thing when you're making one thing you can make the sides and the other there's one they sell one that has two compartments have you seen that one oh. the ninja one? Oh my gosh so you I can see, make we, they already thought oh of everything my gosh see that's what we need but okay i have heard some people say that an air fryer is just a conventional oven like it's the same thing, so you don't really need, and it's like not a new invention. It's something that was already created. But I don't know because I, so Alice family has a conventional, like a little conventional oven, and it has an air fryer setting, but it's not as good as the air fryer that I used to have. Mm. No, I, there's I something about that air fryer technology crispy, that I feel there's like extra crispiness to it, and I think extra crisp, extra crisp, <laughs> the crunch. So now you're you're an air fryer stand. Uh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What's your favorite thing to make in the air fryer? I think one of my favorite things to make is pork chops in there. I make mm -hmm. really good pork chops in general, but to add them into the air fryer, easy, mm -hmm. They're great. I love mm -hmm. it. Yummy. What about you? You know, I think uh, the my favorite thing would be like tater tots or fries because oh, they just come out so good they do, they do. They go, it's not and you know when you make them in the oven they don't come out crispy but no, when you, you make them in the air fryer for a while you know mm -hmm. but yeah you're right so you're right. or like chicken wings yeah chicken yeah. tenders you but know also what's good chicken tenders yes. by the way that are frozen who hmm. little secret here target really like the target brand oh my gosh so i we go looking mm. for some frozen chicken tenders but Target brand chicken tenders, frozen bag, they come super – one, they're really inexpensive, the bags, comparatively. Okay. At least here in Austin, right? And they are super crispy. So when you put them in the air fryer, you put them into the oven, they are crunchy. And you're just like, this Yum. is what chicken tenders are supposed to be. So anyways, uh, highly recommend Target chicken tenders is where to go. Wait, so – are they um like what what's your favorite dipping sauce that you use oh. for chicken tenders? Barbecue sauce. Really? Uh -huh. I like barbecue sauce too. Yeah. I I would say ranch. Ranch. Or honey mustard. Yeah, Christopher's mustard. a ranch person, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or buffaloes. I don't know. I like a lot. Of, I like sauce. All with sauce. Every... <laughs> <laughs> you want a little bit of your chicken tenders with your sauce. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. You just want to drink all the sauces. <laughs> Wait, and now that we're talking about food, that's really good. A really good frozen pizza, which I had never tried until recently, California chicken pizza, or like California kitchen. Wait, what is it? Yeah, California. <laughs> <laughs> California pizza kitchen. Uh huh. Their frozen pizza, the uh, barbecue chicken frozen pizza. Uh huh. So delicious. Really? It is so good. So uh, if you're in the market for a frozen pizza, Okay. California Pizza Kitchen. Now we're just hungry. And, uh, I think we're just like hungry. I'm hungry. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> like we're just now this is divulged into like big Have you had lunch? Yet? <laughs> <laughs> Chicken tenders, fries. 
Oh, oh we've become a food gosh. podcast now. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that'll be fun We're doing a recipe together. Oh my god. You you like to cook, right? Yeah, I haven't cooked in a while though, but yeah, I like it. Whenever I have time. We told. Ale told you that we bought two more Ina Gardens books cookbooks. He did. Oh, so we good. love Ina. I know. Uh, Ina. Have you seen her show on Discovery Plus? No, but the most recent. No, one? you told me about it. Yeah, I haven't. I need seen to get it. you my Discovery Plus login. You so do. You, you do. Can... I'll give you. I'll give you the HBO. I have account. it. I have it. <laughs> oh, you're. We wrong. literally okay, have everything. <laughs> yeah, okay, and I keep telling Christopher we need to pull back on some of these subscriptions. I think we're like. Haven't like we nah. not yet, but I'll get you our Discovery Plus one. Okay, I live for all Ina, of her. Okay? Ina, all of her shows are on there. All the old that was ones. that used to be like my my safety show because yeah. every time I would come home from school in high school, I would just put the Food Network and it was either her or the Giada De Laurentiis. Mm. Um, what was her show? It was like the Italian one. Or Barefoot Contessa. I didn't watch them. Oh. I didn't see. I didn't ever heard. What? I never heard of Ina until recently when Christopher. Oh uh-huh. my god! She's a freaking icon. I know, and the, he told me the same thing. His it was his like safety show too of just like feel good, mm-hmm. you know, all of that stuff. And so that's yeah. why he has that same recollection of it. But I had never heard of her until a couple of months ago, maybe. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, now your life is better because now it's of be- it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> if you like cookbooks or you're interested in learning how to cook, her cookbooks are super Like, we haven't had any of her recipes that are like that or yeah. super, super hard to make. Like, she does a really great job at explaining everything you need. Right. She does, her recipes are a little bit like bougie sometimes, but not too much to the extent where you feel like you have to go to like Whole Foods to buy certain things. Mm. So like, you know, you can get, at least here in Florida at Publix, you can get pretty much everything you mm. need. Yeah, for the recipes, but yeah, but yeah, I love to cook. I've been I've been thinking about that lately. I was like, you know, if I I think you realize that you love something when you want to learn more about it and you feel excited to learn about mm. things. You know, I feel like if I ever maybe later down in my life, if I ever switch careers, like I would love to go to culinary school. Really? And just like I would, yeah, and I, I think I came to that realization like pretty recently too, because I just really fallen in love with cooking. Why don't and, you like, do it? What's stopping you? I don't know. Okay, so we we said we wanted to talk about career shifts. Yeah, right? let's talk so, about career shifts. This is a perfect segue. Perfect. So I'm currently take doing a program certification for program management with Google, <clears throat> and you know I'm I've been learning a lot in in that program. I've only been in it for about three weeks so far, but <clears throat> just thinking about like what else could we do? What other um, you know, what else can I do after this career that I'm currently in? Um, and I don't know. I'm just excited to like learn new things. I think I'm the type of person who I want to continuously learn. Like I love being in school in some way. Like I feel like that's why I'm in higher education because I never wanted to leave school. Right. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, you know, finding something along the line of like ed tech, um, especially because I feel like education is changing drastically in the next, it's going to change drastically in the next few years. I think a lot of um, things in education are going to transition to digital or, you know, technology in some way. So I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I just want to keep option open, options open and see, see where that can lead me. And grow. But if mm-hmm. nothing works out, if nothing works out, then culinary school. Girl, <laughs> culinary school too would be like, uh, a, a great investment in yourself and something you love, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll look into it. I, yeah. I'll see. Why not? Even what about you? How do you feel? How do you feel in terms of career? Right now, I, I feel very lucky. I will say mm. the, to, I feel like I'm, I've won the jackpot. And I know that sounds very mm. corny, right? But, you know, I just got promoted at work to become the new, the inaugural person who is going to be the director of diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? Mm. And so what I know, I'm, yes, I know. And so that for <laughs> you me, deserve it. You deserve it. I'm so excited because, you know, we were talking earlier. I, I feel lucky to be able to like my job is literally what I love to do. I love mm-hmm. to build curriculums. I love, mm-hmm. um, you know, teaching people about, you know, their inherent privileges and talking about how we can better a workplace and build inclusion mm-hmm. and doing all of these and empowering others and teaching others on how to and coaching others on how to, you know, make inclusive work environments. For me, that's my passion. And so I just, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to be able to just turn, have been 30 and now I'm 30 and I think I literally have like my dream, one of my dream jobs. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. That's lucky. I'm happy for that. And yeah. so I think for me, uh, you know, now I'm slowly transitioning into that role, but I'd say in the next month or two, I'll be fully kind of doing that work. And so we'll see yeah. how that is. But I think that's also, it's just, I'm excited about that. And that's where I'm, you know, really happy about shifting into that realm and working mm. with others on it and learning more. And I think that's a role where I'm constantly going to be learning in about myself. Yeah. You have to. Right. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. That's where I'm kind of like in an exciting place to kind of be doing this work. That's awesome. And I think it's so, it's so great when you find something that you're really passionate about, but also that you are getting paid what you feel like you deserve yeah. too. Right. And like that come and I feel like a lot of people don't have the, the, the privilege to say that. Yeah. And I think in education, we were talking about that earlier, right? Okay. I've, I've been in education for the past eight or so years from the beginning of my career after college. And what I've seen is that you have to work so hard for so little, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who feel like, I feel like I'm very much prepared. Like, I feel like I'm very much a hard worker and like I adapt quickly. I learn quickly. But part of me still feels like I'm not getting compensated, especially with how inflation is and how the housing market mm-hmm. is now. Um, so I think I'm in a position where I like I want to reevaluate, like I want to find something that I love. And that is to me like helping people, helping young people realize their potential, but also something that's going to allow me to live the life that I want to live. Right. Um, and it doesn't say that I'm, I'm going to quit my job anytime soon, but I, I think it's important to have those conversations, especially for folks in education, because I feel like a lot of times we we are so passionate, but then people leave education because there's no future, because there's no potential for growth, because people can't are not able to live the life that they want to live outside of work. Right. And I think there's also a lot of guilt attached to it, too, because you know that if you leave, who's going to take your spot or mm-hmm. like who's how how are your students going to suffer from you no longer being there? Um, but I think you also have to think about yourself and what you need and what you want out of your life because you only have one life to live and, yeah. you know, you need to make the best out of it. And you asked me because you were asking me, like, maybe eventually I want to find like, a remote job. Um, and you asked me if I would be happy with that or if I would be happy leaving education. 
And I don't know, you know, right. and I don't know, but I won't know until I try something else, yep, right? Absolutely. Um, so I think that's that's where I'm at. Um, but also the remote aspect, I don't know if I would be able to do fully remote all the time either, because I feel like I need that people connection too. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing for me. I've been having the option to do remote and kind of be at the office, and I've been doing a lot of office work going to the office because i just work better i think i operate better Mm -hmm. at the office than i do at home and so i i don't know like you have to really set yourself up for success if you're working from home all the time right because yeah i think i have a hard time of like distinguishing work-life balance when i'm working Mm -hmm. from home only Mm -hmm. like when i had like do you find yourself working longer hours or either longer hours but then my brain is always on work and I think it's mm-hmm. really healthy. Like uh, what I was going to ask you is, do you feel with your current job, for example, that you have like you're able to turn off or do you, are you kind of constantly needed or are there things always constantly moving? So I think for me, and that's, that's something that I kind of realized with this job. It's a mental thing mm-hmm. because I feel like for me, if I'm only getting paid to work 37.5 hours like your job cannot be your entire life right or what consumes your entire life and I think that's something that I really realized with this job and I've been really really great about separating that and like having um what's the word I'm looking for having boundaries Mm -hmm. when it comes to that because it's important because work cannot be your entire life right right and if you're if you're getting paid to work 37.5 hours like that's how much work you need to do and that's and that's it and I think someone needs some much and especially older generations think like no but you have to give like so much more of your time to your job and you have to really dedicate it's like i'm already giving the time that 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 i need to give to my job exactly and Mm -hmm. whatever doesn't get done today can get done tomorrow so at 5 p.m i'm done with work if it's like an emergency you know maybe of course you know but on a day-to-day basis 5 p.m. I'm done. It's funny you say that because my dad and my brother both work for the same company, right? They do cleaning Mm -hmm. services. And Mm -hmm. my dad will go and bend over backwards. If they need something, he's going to go do it. And, like, the other day he had, like, a 13-hour day. Mm. And my brother, who also works there, was like, they they can do it tomorrow. Like, or it can do it the next day. Like, it doesn't – just because people called out, that's on them, not on Mm -hmm, you. But the generational mm -hmm. shift in mind. Because my dad's like, no, you have to help when you can help. And then my brother's like, I don't get paid enough to do that. And so Mm -hmm, that's on mm -hmm, them, mm -hmm. not on me. Is a very Mm -hmm. different shift, I think, in our culture that we're also seeing Mm -hmm. the great resignation. And we're seeing a lot of people just reevaluating, what am I doing? You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you can be an amazing worker, but then at the end of the day, is that what you really want your life to be, just to have been an amazing worker? Or maybe, you know, something has to give at some point. Because when you're doing, when you're giving 100% in one place, that just means that you're not giving 100%, you know, as much as you could in another area of your life, whether that is like self-care or finding a hobby that you like, Mm -hmm. something. I think what, what triggered that for me is like, after work, I would come home and I'd be like, what do I like to do? You know, like if I'm not working, if I'm not doing something productive, quote unquote, then what do, what do I enjoy doing outside yes. of, of that? You know, 
And it's important to have those things because then you're going to look back at your life and it's just going to be work, 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 work. Yeah. It's like, that's not life, you know? Right. Well, <laughs> There's one, so much more than that. One thing I always recommend to people um, is write down the things that bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Write down what brings you joy every day or whenever you get to do it, you know, and write it down and make sure to include that in your day to day, your week to week, just so that you have that. Like, I know when I'm off kilter, I need to, like, do more photography or more creative outlets, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. then that's why coming back to the podcast we're doing this so mm-hmm, that's why mm-hmm. the newsletter that i have is like just having those creative things is helpful for me and then when yeah. i don't do them i feel bad like different right. you know and that's really mm-hmm. important yeah absolutely and like that's that's and i think generations are changing that yeah. mentality and i'm really excited to see and like five, 10 years, how the workplace is going to change, you know, from some companies doing four hour, four day work weeks to some companies already do like no meetings Fridays. Uh Um, You know, it's like we have to, I feel like we have so much more technology nowadays to make our work life more efficient Uh that in my opinion, I don't feel like we need to work 40 hours a week to do the, to do all the things that we have to do throughout the week. I don't think so. Um, and and I and I hear people already talking, you know, having conversations about how is our work life going to change in the next few years. And I'm excited for Gen Z to come into the workplace because I know that they are going to be changing a lot of things, yeah. and I'm excited for that. Yeah. Well, and I will <laughs> say this too: I think for anyone who, because what I also hear from people in the workplaces too is older folks beyond millennials digging their heels in and also saying, Oh, this generation is X, Y, and Z, right? Or whatever. And at the end of the day, there's truth. There's a double edged sword and millennials. It's not going to get your workforce. Isn't going to get older, right? Your workforce is going to continuously continue to get younger and they're going to be millennials. Then they're going to be the next generation. And so a shift has to happen. And uh, Mm -hmm. if, Mm -hmm. if, you want to be a company that's going to be in existence in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think yes. and that goes from pay salaries, salaries being posted to, um, you know, companies having diversity, equity and inclusion as a paramount front of the, like, that's if you're a company that's not choosing to do these things, you're not going to be a company that's going to be around very long because, mm-hmm. you know, and I see, I hear companies having a hard time fire, finding people to hire, right? Well, why is that? There are some reasons mm-hmm. to that. People don't want to work there. And so th- these types of things, I think people either get to move and change or are going to be left in the, in the dust in, in yeah. this world. Yeah, and I have such a big issue with some when people always say, well, that's just how we've always done things here. Mm. That is the number one thing that's going to kill any organization. Absolutely. When you're not willing to adapt and change and retain your staff, you know, if you're so rigid on traditions, like traditions are important, right? Like, you know, maybe you're right. These are the things that you've done because they've shown success. But you have to be flexible in whatever industry that you're in. You have to be flexible and willing to adapt with the times because otherwise you're just going to be the next Kmart, the next Sears, right? Like, why did those companies Circuit fade City. out? Because Sorry, I just dead. Oh, my brand. God. I was just like, I love Circuit City. Radio Shack, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's true, right? right? Those companies weren't able to adapt as quickly as other companies were able to do so. Or maybe 
I think retaining personnel is really important. Because yeah. if you're spending so much time training new people um, every so often, how are you going to be productive yeah. or make make sure that your company moves forward? So, yeah. Blockbuster. So there was a <laughs> there is a story. Netflix when they were created. Blockbuster had heard about this idea of like mailing in like DVDs. Mm. Remember Netflix started as like yep. a DVD rental, mm-hmm. right? And Blockbuster had had the idea to do that and it was shot down and it was like the board who mm. had it said this was a stupid idea. The market's never going to go that way. Um, this is not something we're going to put money towards. So they didn't do that. Then mm. out comes Netflix, and now what do we know? Netflix, Look at where they is, are. you know, yeah. and so. But some people are even saying that Netflix is dying down too, which I don't know. I the shit's just expensive. I it's pay true. a lot of money for it. Yeah. Like when I look at all my streaming services, and I look at how much I'm paying for Netflix, I'm like, that is outrageous of how much. Yeah, money that I is pay. true. You know, so I think it's also like val- money wise value of what mm. what you're paying for. Um. And now that everyone's building their streaming services, Netflix has a lot more competition than, That's true. you know, just being the big dog on campus. So am I going to be spending $18, $19 on Netflix or $8 or $7 on Apple TV, right? Where they're having really yeah. good progress. So I think that's also part of it. Yeah. Speaking of Netflix, have you watched the new Stranger Things? I have not um, seen Stranger Things. Season. At all? I've only seen the first season, I think, and I have to re- so I have to rewatch the whole thing from the beginning. I haven't. Oh, I, you should watch. It's so no, fun. No, and I would be. It's good. I, I like it. I need to. That's one of my like shows. You know what? We did start watching though. Ted Lasso. Yeah, I remember everyone, you told me about everyone it. Is, you really like oh, it. I love I, it. I haven't seen it because it's on Apple TV, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. We don't have Apple TV. Oh, yet. I have that. You want? If you want that login too, I'll send. <laughs> okay, just send, you know, just I'll build me at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. We started watching The Boys on HBO Max. Oh, is it oh, no, good? no, on Amazon on Prime, Prime, on Prime. Prime, yeah. Is it good? It is intense. It I is it's, it's very like edgy. It's good. It's I like it. Yeah. But it's just a lot sometimes. Yeah. It's a lot of gore, a lot of like blood and uh-huh. But it's it's a very cool take on superheroes and just like the reality of life of life of like if superheroes were really in the world mm. like thinking about capitalism and marketing and like digital personas That's you know it's very very interesting i need to watch that one it's good you should at least watch the first episode yeah. it's, it's pretty good good mm-hmm. girl any okay so we did the career <clears throat> we talked about those things anything else I don't know. I guess we can talk about where Just So is going. Yeah. Okay, on. y'all. So this is bittersweet news. It's exciting. Wait, but you could. No, it is. I think. I think it's gonna. It's gonna be for the better. Yeah. yeah no. Absolutely. Sure. And so here is where we're at. So as you can tell, we have our lives are hard right now. There's a lot going mm-hmm. on, and and I didn't even get into some other stuff, but I can get into that mm-hmm. <laughs> later. Yeah. Um. But what we're going to do is this is one of our, not last episodes, but our regularly last episode where Maria Mm -hmm. and I are going to be co-hosting. And then we're going to go back to how we did things at the beginning with Yo Soy, where I'll be sitting Mm -hmm. down interviewing LGBT Latinos in the community. 
Um, just because my life schedule fits that better right now. Like, oh, throw an interview, mm-hmm. do that. And then Maria and I will do episodes s- sprinkled throughout that stuff as well. So you're not going to not hear from us. We're still going to have some yeah. of these catch-up sessions and some life things. But you're going to start seeing some more regular episodes where I'll sit down and do some interviews. So that is yep. what to And I'm expect. so excited to, to listen to those too. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited too. Cause that since I did that, there's been a lot of people I've like m- mad have like connected with where I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, time to do some, yep. some interest in my list of interview people have, uh, has grown. So we're, well, I'm excited yeah. for that just to kind of do those here in town and around the nation, you know? So but, I'm excited too, and I think it's so great when you get to hear from just like regular people too, you know, like, right. what is your story? Like, what do you, you know, just to hear like everyday, like real life, yeah. I think it's really, really important to, and, to highlight as well. And to have the, the, um, the representation, right? Like I wish, mm-hmm. like when the reason I had done this podcast too was I wish we had heard of people who were mm-hmm. doing the things that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. in that in the world right because i think we when we came up and we were in college it was like no one's doing this or maybe we didn't know mm-hmm. it wasn't easily accessible mm-hmm. we didn't see these things and now everything is at your fingertips that you know it's amazing to kind of hear oh these two latinos maria and alejandro they that's like that's like my <laughs> friendship with my friend you know like that, those things yeah, are like yeah. can connect you know yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be an exciting transition. You won't get rid of me yet. No, ever. I'm still Not gonna be ever. For some, for never. <laughs> so, uh, but we just wanted to let you all know that that we're kind of transitioning that way. Um, but definitely keep keep up with our social media account, Just Soy Podcast. Uh, we'll have a lot more information on there as well yeah. um, for upcoming yeah. episodes and guests and people that that Alejandro is going to be interviewing. And so it's just really exciting. I'm it's going to ex- be great. I'm excited. Have I told, did I tell you about, or did we talk about this on the podcast, the, the Pink Mariposa? Did I ever mention it on here? I, I don't know if you I did. Know but either. But I was going to say, if you also yeah. are listening, I have... Uh, launched a newsletter where it's much more personal i felt like i wanted to like le- get better at writing because i su- I, mm-hmm, I don't think mm-hmm, i suck mm-hmm. at writing but i i don't think you suck either but, but i want to be better like i want to mm-hmm. get better at writing and so one way i want to mm-hmm. force myself to do so is to write more personal stuff and life mm-hmm. updates mm-hmm. and so um we i launched the pink mariposa uh this year and it, Life has also paused it for a bit, but there's a new one coming uh, with our, go. we're going to talk about my uh, intense life stuff recently. And so that's, you know, so if you want to go, you can check it out on the, just search the pink mariposa. Uh, it, that's also very gay, which I love too. So yeah, that's also out there. We love people. it. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I do want to give an announcement before we say goodbye. Yes. So as you'll know, our student loans, if you have student loans, are being have been paused because of COVID, and they we have to start paying our student loans back. But right now there is a limited waiver for the um, what is it called the loan forgiveness the uh, public works or public service, service the public center. service loan forgiveness. There's a limited waiver that allows you to get 30 credits, meaning like the time that we that it was paused for the student loans it can count as the as part of the 120 credits that you need for your student loans to be forgiven 
So if you're in the education sector, if you work with a nonprofit, um, if you qualify, if your organization or the company that you work for qualifies for the public service loan forgiveness, make sure that you go to federalaid.gov to make sure that you apply for an income-driven repayment plan and that you apply for the, um, I keep messing up the name. The public. Public service service loan forgiveness. So that you can get those credits, even if you weren't making any payments during these past two years, you can still get those 30 credits. Um, and let's just make sure that student loans are never a part of our lives ever again. Oh my gosh, <laughs> amen to that. Thank you, Maria, for sharing that, because I think all of us, that's like a, a cloudy cloud <laughs> over yep. our heads yep. as you know, yep. as we move forward as a generation. And so that is super yeah. helpful information. I think just money in general too for like people of color Girl. right i think if we can get a financial advisor to come to Girl, the podcast to, to you know we... that'd be amazing absolutely because i think it's something that is so needed in our communities for me myself like i've been doing some research on you know 401ks and how to invest your money and how to really like pro- like build your financial well-being for yourself and your family and generations to come and it's not taught my, I know my family doesn't know that stuff because, you know, we've never been wealthy anyway and we've struggled for a lot of years. Um, wealthy and love, So though. I think it's some – oh, absolutely. Wealthy, wealthy and, and culture love. and love. And, love. Legal, and, legal, and so many things. In other ways. So many things, monetary, right? <laughs> but, but the money part, uh, that's what we're lacking a little bit. That's what we need a little bit of support, you know? But there's so much research out there for you to know how to invest your money, where you can start, you know, if, if you're thinking about opening a savings account, try doing a high yield savings account, just because you're going to be earning a lot more in those types of accounts than a regular savings account with your bank. Um, and there's just like little tips and tricks that you just don't know just because you don't know and that right. information should not be gatekept. Yeah. Gatekept? Gatekept? You know, we don't have, we, we don't gatekeep here. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, I just want to make sure that we're all thriving. We're all succeeding. And we um, lift each other so up. Our communities can thrive. There you go. We lift each other up. In the good times and, and the, the bad, bad times. times. Amen to that, sister. Amen to that. Oh, well, well something... it's been such a pleasure. Mwah. Always a pleasure Mwah. catching up with you, my love. I love uh. you so much. And we will... You know, this won't. This isn't the last. We got a lot. You're gonna. This is not a goodbye. This is see you later. This is see you later. <laughs> Perfect ending. <laughs> Perfect ending. Mwah. Love you. Mwah. Besos. Bye. Ciao.